Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sound coming to you on a Wednesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the Pauly kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? March, Matt, we are in the midst of the madness. My goodness. And Harry is already in Vegas. We will all be there. Me, brother, I'm sorry, me, Mikey Meatballs, and Harry will be there at the Kimmel Comedy Club Thursday and Friday, betting all the day games. It's a watch party. It's free to get in. We encourage you to join. We're going to be betting all the race to tens. Do it. $10 goes to everybody who participates. And if we win, uh, I will say I, I went to the bank yesterday. I took out $1,500 in $10 bills. They looked at me like I was crazy. And then, and then the woman nodded to me. She's like, oh, race to 10, huh? I was like, yes. So this is catching on. <laughs> it's catching on, Harry. Yeah. And I hope I you're it. doing your job. Yeah, you went there early. You're in Vegas early and you're, you're scouting things out and you're telling people to show up, right? I'm telling people to show up. Yeah, it was definitely uh, on with Lombardi just a little while ago. Talk to him. He said he's going to, Michael Lombardi's going to stop by. So a couple of people recognized me on the street, told them, Big Rob, I heard uh, you, Big Rob and his posse are going to be coming in either Thursday or Friday, maybe both days. Some guy I met on the street is like, hey, oh, Harry, oh, my God. So then wow. we started shooting the breeze and uh, bringing people in. It's going to be there fun. You go. It's gonna be great. There you go. We we have some news crews that are going to be joining us Thursday oh, and yeah. Friday. Ron Futrell. Do you know Ron Futrell? Oh, Ron Futrell. I do know Ron Futrell. That's the... Uh, that's the uh, the Ron that you were mentioning. I, uh, he's been in Vegas uh, doing news for uh, forever. I okay. I, him, I thought I think I saw him in Phoenix. Uh, in Phoenix during the Super Bowl stuff, I saw him there too. All right. There. All right. He's going to be covering this. He'll be there Thursday. We have Fox Five News on Friday. It's a big, big, big thing. So I hope Harry, we have more than like ten or, or twelve people there. So I know I have the guys you met and the bank teller I ran into. So so far we know we have uh, like four, or at least four or five. But uh, also. Mortgage Madness, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Join our contest. It's just a bracket, right? You fill out the whole bracket. Whoever has the best score gets $1,000. But even more incredible than that, if you have a perfect bracket through Sunday, through the first two rounds of games, I will pay your mortgage for a month. I'm sorry, for a year. What did I agree to, Bri? A year? A year. A year. Oh. Don't back down now. No, no, no. no. You're just okay. checking it out. Well, it's like next see. time it's going to mortgage <laughs> for one day. I'll pay for one day. This could, <laughs> I could, this could happen, Bri. I could lose this, right? I think like uh, it's very no. hard still. No? No. We had but a guy it, on Kimmel years ago who, you know, ESPN, whatever, there's a, a million brackets. And there was a guy who was right. perfect through the first um, four days. Uh, yeah, look, mm. if we get if we get a billion people signing up for this, yeah, you're screwed. But um, yeah, yeah, well, then it's going to be yeah. right. Then you're screwed. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be hard to get shit. I mean, you've got to get how many right? You got to get 48. And so it's 32. Yeah, it's 32 and then 40, two eights. 40, yeah, 48 for 48. Uh, it yeah, could be done, Harry. Whoa. whoa it could happen. That, well, but, but the 12 of them are easy, right? 12 of them are, are yeah. probably easy. Uh, or, yes. Yeah, or not 12, but at least 10, right? So somewhere in there. The, mm. If you go the 15 and 16s don't win, 
then you get a free eight games if that happens. Right. But right. You got to get like the 10 crazy games right, essentially. Yes. Parley right. kid. Now, the other part of this is our staff is competing also. And whoever comes in first place amongst the staff, best bracket, gets to choose the consequence for whoever comes in last. So this is good because I know the Harrys of the world want to put Creighton uh, winning it all. But does he want to face, you know, would he want you, for instance, to dish out his punishment? I don't know. Maybe you don't take a chance like that in something like this, right? Well, if he gives Creighton out on the pod, does he have to take him in the uh, – does he have to take him? I mean, that's that's going to be the big question if oh, he wants to take my, one. He's filling out his bracket. He's been on Creighton all year, so I, I'm thinking he's going to stick with him. Uh, fair enough. I think uh, – We'll see. I mean, looking at the bracket, I filled one out last night. I might have to go back and make some changes. It's um, ah, this is a super difficult one this year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've it, been staring it at it. It seems super, super difficult this year. All right. There's more. I think we're going to see, a, um, you know, 13-4 upset, 14-3 uh, upset somewhere. I just see it happening. I well, just, you go to Caesars and they have all that. You can bet all that. Will a, will a 14 win? Will a 15 win? Will a 16 win? They have over-unders on conference uh, wins and everything. They have bet boosts. We're going to get to it all later. But you're right. This, I mean, when Duke is a five and Gonzaga is a three, things are very complicated, right? Like, I don't know if yep. are, those teams yeah. are overrated. Is a team like Alabama overrated as a one? Is a team like Houston? Can they survive the Sasser injury? Can Kansas repeat? There's so many great storylines here, right? Purdue, do they do they get over the hurdle? It's been so long um, since they did. So uh, we're going to get it going. Let's start with, well, first of all, they were playing games Last night, Pitt barely won. I went at it with Damashek. My God, barely. And the kid had a wide open three. I took both underdogs yesterday, so I was happy about the Pitt win. Uh, Federico, Federico, um, he sits, but they beat Mississippi State. Brian, did you watch? Did you see that three that they gave the Mississippi State kid? My yeah, God, yeah. with no time left. I mean, it was nobody within 20 yards nope. from him. <laughs> wide, wide open, wide <laughs> open. Um, yeah, it's, uh, good. congrats to uh, Dave and congrats oh, to Joel. He's very excited. Yeah, yeah, Dave and Joel are very excited. <laughs> Joel, did you even watch? I know you're running around following Harry in Vegas there. I don't know if you guys got to see that game. I did not watch because the bigger game was Hofstra-Rutgers, nope. which was also a great game. Oh. And uh, Hofstra knocking off the top seed, Rutgers, and, yes. and moving on. Big win for Speedy Claxton. That and, is nice. Uh, yeah, yeah I got down five, down five with 30 seconds to go, and they pull it out. Yeah, and well, they were top seed, and they were like a two-point favorite at home. Is that what it was? It is weird. That that NIT is uh, very strange, but no, Carolina wouldn't know. They didn't accept Tate Frazier's team. Too good for that. <laughs> anyway, two more tonight. Fairway Dickinson, Texas Southern. That uh, game is crap, but uh, ASU, Nevada, that's a fun one to uh, land on, what, the 11, 11 line, right? That's uh, Who's the winner of that play? I'm already confused. See, I, I should have this memorized, Harry. I've looked at it so much. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where are we? Oh, it doesn't really matter. Well, I guess uh, if you're feeling that. TCU. TCU. Oh, right. That's a fun one. Okay. So they no. got that. Now let's pick our best bets for Thursday. We're only hours away from where it really starts counting. And by the way, so they say last night, you know, I, I, I like these playing games, Parley Kid. I know you do because they're played in Dayton. But, right. you know, the one thing I don't like, and it's a nice primer, we get the, the Tuesday, Wednesday matchups and whatever. We get to watch a little bit. 
But to say when, you know, when who won that game? Texas A&M CC, right? Won that uh, game last night. And to go crazy when the announce crew was like, yeah, that is their first tournament win. I'm like, no, 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 no. That can't count, Parley Kid, as a tournament win. I know it's technically a tournament win, but they're going nuts. They're, they're losing their minds there. They're going to play Alabama well, and lose by 25. It, it's not a tournament win. Well, I don't think it is either because it's a play-in game to get in. Right. I mean, it's kind of like it's a play-in game to get into the 65. Right? So I agree with you. I don't They shouldn't I don't call it that. I think it's... I don't well, like it. Like, well, especially for those seeds. I mean, I guess the eleven seeds are a little different, right? I guess that is different. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't they know. call so now it's called the field of sixty-eight. So I guess if you're right. true to that, I then guess, it, it yeah. is a win. I just, I just, I'll never get it's, used yeah, to it. They're prepping to expand it to what? What? Ninety-six in a few Shoot, years. That can't sure. happen. That can't happen. I, it's, I, go, it's going to happen. It's going to I happen. Mean, I, I spent too much time looking at these brackets already. If it's ninety-six, I know. Can uh, you imagine? Can I mean, you imagine having to go through? Just that put, amount of games. Just put everybody in. Just put everybody <laughs> I don't in. even have paper big enough for D- that. Division three. That? Add division. Add Oswego. Yeah. Add Oswego. Yeah. Add Oswego. Yeah. All right. All right. I Pete like Randolph making sixty-four game winning streak. Uh, upset them uh, last week. That was pretty good. Nice. All right. Who's the best player on their team? Uh, <laughs> Von Alstein. Uh, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe Bobby Von Alstein. No, no, he doesn't he know. To every, I listen to every podcast we ever had. It's Harry has never rooted. Uh, yeah, he never checked the box score. He's all Oswego all no, day. Right. It might be but. Dayton, Darren. They might be Dayton. <laughs> well, let's get to these <laughs> Thursday <laughs> games. So, like I said, Harry and That's I will be there. Bro. Mikey Meatballs will be there. Kimmel Comedy Club. Uh, this is a late game, so we're not going to catch you on this one. But Texas A&M, minus three and a half against Penn State. You know, I bet that Big Ten a lot. And I can tell you Penn State is right. not good. I, I Honestly, I think there is. They're on a little bit of a run, but I feel like they're as fraudulent as a, a tournament team from a Power Five could be. They have 13 losses. Meanwhile, A&M was scary good for that SEC tournament. They have an uh, ATS record of 16 and 7 when playing as at least a three-point favorite. And they were 8-2 and two against the spread in the last 10 and 8-2 and two overall in the last 10. That Wade Tower, the fourth, averages 16 and about 38% from behind the arc. I like Buzz Williams as a coach. His team's made 14 tournaments. Uh, Marquette, yeah. Virginia Tech, he's primed for this one. Aggies take it 73-63. Parley kid, you like Virginia. You're not buying all this noise. People love the... People love picking against Virginia. They love picking against Duke. Similar spreads, um, but you, you're taking the Cavaliers here. Yeah, well, Sal, here's the thing. And one of the things you mentioned here uh, is the coaching, right? So right. a lot of my picks that we'll be talking about today, I really start with the coach first. And I think if they, you know, to me, I uh, look at these coaches that um, successful everywhere they've gone or been with the program for a long time and had just have a system in place. Uh, you know, Virginia Furman, I mean, Furman Sal has not been in the tournament since uh, we were like in fourth or fifth grade, right? So right. Um, I know there's some hype following this team. They can score, um, but their metrics, even though they score a lot, their metrics uh, will say that, you know, they're really just not a high percentage. Like they, they shoot the three ball a lot, mm-hmm. but they don't actually make a real high percentage of, of their three-point shots, which I think fits in perfectly with Virginia. It's just their defense – is suffocating. We know that. Like, no matter what, Virginia's going to play great defense. This is an offense versus defense game. And a defense wins championships, as we've always said. 
I'm not saying Virginia, they might not get past this game, uh, not this uh, after this game, but uh, and I don't think they're winning a championship, but right. they are one of the top defensive teams in the country. Furman has played absolutely nobody. I know they come out of the conference where, you know, Wolford plays and some teams that have made some noise over the years, uh, but uh, they just don't, they, and their defense uh, is rather uh, lacking as well. So Virginia will score enough to cover. Now, this has gone from uh, five, which yesterday when I was looking at this, it's now up to six. Right. All right. So um, I guess the action's coming in on Virginia, but I, I, that doesn't really bother me. I, I could see this game being, uh, you know, 66-52, Virginia wins. They just Their defense is just out that Bennett is a great coach. He'll have this team thoroughly scouted. They yep. will not lose to Furman. They'll cover the spread here. This is um, is this the second game tip off or first Virginia? Uh, it's a worst. It's a twelve forty game start. Yeah, it's a second. It's a second out by you. Yeah, right, but nine twenty. I'm seeing nine forty. I'm seeing nine fifteen. Oh. West Virginia Maryland. But anyway, well, this is this is going to be the one of the first that we're screaming about at the Kimmel Comedy Club. I guess we take Virginia first F- and 10, or do we take... that's any good, though, Darren. Uh, that's any good. So funny. Todd just texted me as this came up. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh in the nation in scoring, Darren. Yeah. I, yeah, but, I they're, mean, they're playing look a at the competition. They've played, <laughs> they have played three schools in the, uh, you know, the top two quadrants here. Right. Uh, they're one and two. They do have a win against South Carolina, but NC State blew them out. Penn State beat them. Uh, and they, uh, that's it. Those are the only games against teams, uh, that, uh, are any type of threat really. So I look, we know anything can happen here, but defense, 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 defense travels. Well, mm-hmm. Virginia's going to play great defense. So Furman's going to have to be exceptionally hot to beat them. This you don't love giving they're they're just better and I get it they're well coached. I know and you don't so, score a lot of points, Sal. Six yes, could be right. a lot. That's what I'm saying. It and could this be is a lot. The, I get that. Over under is the second lowest. It's one thirty two ish. One thirty two. The the lowest St. Mary's VCU one twenty three. My God, six. That, they're looking at sixty one sixty there somewhere in there. So Virginia just four and three in the last seventy. <laughs> Harry, what well, you got? You're so you're so good. You're all over this. Let's get. Let's hear yeah, your pick. I know. Let's hear. Well, I'll tell you what. My pick, Salad. You're gonna. This is gonna. This is the perfect game for you. This is the one that you is gonna wipe out everybody's bracket because I'm taking. Not only I'm gonna take on on uh, Thursday Colgate Club, my my team. All of a sudden, they they become my favorite team, the best team in New York State. Like I said, by the way, they did beat Syracuse by 12 in the in the dome. I'm taking Colgate plus 13 and a half against Texas. Look. I think this is a perfect recipe for the biggest upset of the first two days. Texas has beaten Kansas, not just once, but twice in the last week. Mm-hmm. But we know they always choke in the tournaments. They're going to be overconfident going into this game against Colgate. And Colgate, like I said, I said best team in New York State, second field goal percentage <laughs> what, in the country. Why do you keep country. saying that? Like uh, the best uh, team in North know, Dakota just, stinks. The best team in South Dakota. <laughs> like it's that, yeah, Listen, okay. Second Syracuse. in field goal percentage yeah. in the country at 52%. They're first in three-point <laughs> field goal percentage at 41%. 19th in the country in points scored. They just don't play and wait for the last second. They score. They shoot. They're 20-1 and one in the last 21. Their loss was only by one point. Nine of the last 11 wins by double digits. And just Tucker Richardson, he averages 14, five and five. He was the first player with a triple double in a conference title game in the Patriot League this year in the last 25 years. 
Colgate plus 13 and a half, way too many against this Texas team and plus 700 on the money line, a little bit of a sprinkle. <laughs> right. I mean, I know all these are really inflated, brother Bry, right? Because they don't play in the nation, in the nation, in the nation, but they're not playing, uh, they're not playing yeah. the top guns like Texas are, but I understand 13. By the way, when Harry says, I mean, how much stock would, sh- would should we put in a guy who loves 7-Eleven chicken wings when he says this is the perfect <laughs> recipe? Perfect recipe, Good he point, says. Good so. yeah. All right. That's Good right. Point. I do like I'd it. I'd like to know. All right. Harry, uh, can you can you point out where Colgate is on a map if I give you a map right now? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Right. Hamilton, yeah. New York, Bri. It's actually yeah. close to Hamilton College. There you too. go. All yeah. right, Bri. Yeah. Charleston plus five. Another yeah, uh, Charleston plus going five. Into. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like Harry would like this. I, I don't know. I feel like Harry would like Charleston. Uh, but it's yeah. funny. I followed this team a little bit more than normal because yes. Stony Brook is in this league now. Stony Brook and Hofstra are both mm-hmm. in this league. They beat the crap out of Stony Brook twice this year. Um, but you know, on top of that, the conference actually the top part of that conference was pretty good with Hofstra, yeah. and obviously we saw Hofstra beating Rutgers. I mean, whatever that means in the NIT. But this Charleston team is fun to watch. They can win in a lot of different ways. I feel like if you look at their their scoring, right, five guys averaging double figures. It's it's somebody different every game. Uh, they rotate in a lot of guys. They play really hard defensively. They're I think are one of the top of, of offensive efficiency teams. Um, but, I, you know, I may be underrating this San Diego State and the Mount West a little bit because because I do think they are good. I just think this is probably going to be a lower scoring game. I was actually surprised the over under was like, I think it's like 140 for a San Diego mm-hmm. State game, which is which is really high for San Diego State games. Uh, but I think this game is in like the 60s, really close coming down to the wire. But I wouldn't be shocked if Charleston um, actually won this thing. But I, I do think it's close. There's video of uh, Pat Kelsey, this Charleston coach, uh, running around his living room and just backdoor passing all his kids on a Nerf uh, hoop, and it's yeah. really, it's it's caught fire. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. <laughs> but this Charleston team, they were a bubble team all year. Like if that they had not won yeah. the tournament, they were in consideration. Their their they were conference ranked tournament. like 19th at one point. Yeah. I remember in the in the season. Yeah, they yeah, slipped so. a little uh, towards the end. This could be. Paul, like, I still like your Virginia pick, but there's always a, a round of 32 matchup that doesn't make. Like, there's a could you see Furman Charleston as a second round matchup or something like that? Or well, no, I, I, but you know, it's funny. I do love Charleston to make the Sweet 16, so I yeah. don't know what the odds on that are, but I do like, I do have that in my bracket. I could tell you, I have Charleston yeah. beating Virginia in the second round, so I do like what Brother Bry is saying. I think that conference is there was some pretty decent teams in that conference. Mm. Charleston uh, has obviously had a great year. Um, I do like that, Bri. Charleston. I, I wonder what their odds are I, to well, make the Sweet I'm, 16. I'm looking right I'm now. Sure it's plus 650 on seasons. Yeah. We're going to get to some of these high. miscellaneous picks, but plus 650. I'm taking that later. That's that's what I'm going to jump right. on. All later. right. Pretend I didn't say anything. Plus 650 <laughs> for Charleston. But, uh, uh, so, okay. So, those are our Thursday pick. Let's pick our uh, best regional value. Best pick for a region value-wise, right? We could all say Alabama. We could all say Houston. We could all say Kansas. But uh, I'll start us off. I'm going to go Marquette. Boy, is this living dangerously. I, I, I At first, I thought maybe the West is tougher than the East. I think the East, East might have them here. Uh, I'm looking at it now. So Purdue, Kansas State, Tennessee, Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State, I'm not even looking at Purdue and Matt Painter, who's uh, pretty formidable, but just coach-wise, Paulie Kid, Calipari's in this Barnes, Smart, yep. Izzo, right? And I'm going yep. with Smart here. I'm taking Marquette four to one 
to win the East. Two seed, two seed at four to one is pretty good value. But you look at this team and this Tyler Culloch, he's a Big East player of the year, Big East tournament most outstanding player. You know, you like good guard play in these tournaments. This is the guy. He has the goods, 13.3 points a game, almost eight assists per game. The kid lives in the gym. Um, they're trying to get him affordable housing right now, but times are rough. But so he lives in the gym uh, is what I'm told. They lost Marquette to produce 75, 70. It was a tough game in early November. They found their rhythm. I have them going to the finals, the actual finals. Shaka smart gets it done four to one to win the East. Pretty good odds for an undervalued two seed. Paula kid, what you going with? Well, look, I, I still think, and I know we're talking about, Hey, we could all pick this. We could all pick that. Well, I'm the only one who's really picking like a, a, a favorite here yeah. with Houston. I just love this team. I I know they're dealing with this Sasser injury, yeah. which, um, boy, I mean, this guy seems like he's always hurt at this time of the year, I feel like. I feel like he's always dealing with some type of injury. But I think they're laying low on it. I think they – I think uh, my guess is he's going to play, maybe not in that first-round game, mm-hmm. uh, but I think we see him after – I just think jumping on them at plus 130 to win their region, I still think that's decent value for a team that I think is going to win this whole thing as long as Sasser is healthy. Kelvin, we talked about coaching. Yep. Kelvin Sampson, is there a better coach in college basketball than Kelvin Sampson? Over the last three years, Houston has won uh, basically 88% of their games. They always play elite defense under Sampson. This year's team might be his best offensive team he's ever had. He basically has five guys who average in double figures. Right. They get great guard play. Again, Sasser, the big question mark here, but uh, I'm going to roll with them, they get, which is always huge in the tournament. They have a possible top five pick in uh, Walker, who's a skilled power forward. This team is legit, Sal. Uh, plus, I'm, I'm jumping on them all over the place. This is the team I'm rooting for, too. I want to see Houston win it all. All right. Yeah, they're fun, and you might be right. Maybe they are undervalued as a one seed at plus 130, right, to do it. They got they they, they play teams that could get tripped up, right? Like it would be, could be like an Auburn in the second round, and then Miami could lose to like a Kent State or yeah. something. And I have Texas A&M well, look, actually winning that bracket. So, um, so yeah, uh, they might not we, play we the powerhouse. We can't powerhouses. look at Houston as like, we have to look at Houston as a, a basketball power now. They're not... Right. This is a basketball power. This is a, they, you know, final four two years ago, Elite Eight run last year, and mm-hmm. they had, and they were banged up to some of those years. So uh, this isn't, you know, we got to be looking at them as now a team, as long as Samson is there, that they are amongst the elite in the NCAA. Yeah. I like think if you had, like if a, they had Gonzaga's be, oh. name instead of Houston, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's good. At plus one thirty, right? Like uh, last year's Gonzaga, mm-hmm. you would. Uh, but I plus think we have to look at. You, I think we have yeah. to look at them like that now. They right. are that type of team now, mm-hmm. where they are. A, they're going to be a consistent top five, you know, top five or top ten team every mm-hmm. single year, right? As long as Samson is there, he's an amazing coach. Yep. All right, brother Bry, Arizona. Tate Frazier loves him. Tate um, Frazier. Look good. Pac-12 championship. They won that. They took that down this weekend. Four to one to win the South. Yeah, four to one to win the South. Look, I do think, look, there's going to be a lot of wacky things happening in this tournament, of course. But I do think one low seed is going to come out of one of these regions. Uh, Mm -hmm. If I had to bet, I would maybe say that's from the East, just because I feel like there's eight or nine teams that could win the East there. So maybe get value there. But I was surprised that, you know, you get Arizona four to one and Bama plus 140. 
I mean, I'm not sure there's a lot that separates those two teams. The, the bottom part of the South is not terrible considering Baylor hasn't been playing great. I mean, as long as Creighton, I know Harry really likes Creighton. As long as Creighton doesn't get really hot during this tournament, I just think Arizona is too athletic for some of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just really, really well-rounded. So I just, again, when you talk value, I was just like, you know, four, one, four to one compared to Bama plus 140. I think those teams are really like even to win this. I think they're at least getting to the Elite Eight. So, um yeah, I like them a lot. All right. There you go. Uh, Harry, I can't believe you're doing this. I don't think you've ever taken Duke to win a, a <laughs> I really region. I haven't. I have. Look, I know. And I'm taking that for the East. I'm going to take the Duke Blue Devils at six to one. So that's a pretty good value there. Look, there's no Coach K here. No, no, no rat anymore. So I can't be what? despising Duke so much anymore. I can uh, I can actually kind of root for them if I need them to. Um, uh, coming in hot. Oh, that's good. Coming in hot. They must feel good about this. Yeah, <laughs> in the ACC tournament, uh, if after the first round game, they'd, get, they'd probably get Tennessee. Tennessee comes in, losers of four of the last six games. And I know Darren over the past, like last year and stuff, likes Painter as a coach with Purdue, but never done anything there. And Purdue, uh, Purdue four and four down the stretch in the regular season, four and four. That's all they were in the last eight. Now they won the the Big Ten, but it couldn't have worked out any better for them getting a 13 seed, getting a 10 seed. Uh, so I think Duke at six to one is tremendous value. All right. There you go. Let's do it guys. Why wait any longer to win it all, to cut down the Mm. nets, the end of the month, Kansas 10 to one. Now I had Houston preseason, Bri, you had them too. And I like them Mm -hmm. parlay kid. Obviously if I knew Sasser were healthy, he's just like too much to replace. If he's not full strength, 17, a game, 44% from the field. I like that. Jamal Sheedon's the team's physicality, but I'm going to go with Kansas over Marquette in the finals. Jayhawks, a whopping 17 quad one victories, fourth best defensive efficiency. And really they got the best balance you could ask for, for a team. Jalen Wilson, all American. Dewan Harris is a good point guard as, as you'll find out there. And Grady Dick, I know people despise him. He should probably be playing for Duke, but he's a lights out shooter. Uh, they lost to Texas in the big 12 final, which makes me like them even more. I think they'd rally behind Bill Self, who um, you probably won't see until this this weekend. He's day-to-day against Arkansas or Illinois. But Kansas 10-to-1 to repeat. Why not? Give me the Jayhawks. Brother Bry, you're going with a perennial well, favorite also. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the one reason I probably wasn't taking Kansas. I mean, I do like them. The one reason I didn't is because I was like, uh, what are the odds they win back-to-back here with the somewhat different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my, my real, my original pick too. And like you said, Sal was like technically Houston. I do have money on them, but like plus eight fifty. I just, I was surprised with the Sasser injury that there's, it's funny that they're still the favorite and still five to one. So there, there must be some, right. I, unless that's changed in the last, well, hour. they did something where they, they postponed the press conference to um, yesterday yes. to, to, address his injury, which they, everyone thought was weird. So there's still so much up in the air with that. Right. Right. Yeah. But those odds tell me somebody thinks he's rather healthy. Right. I know he, I yes. know he warmed up the last game and that before that championship mm-hmm. game. So I guess they figure they get through that first weekend pretty tough, pretty easy. And then uh, by next weekend, probably he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I looked at Gonzaga at 15 to one, you know, they've turned up their level of play over the last few weeks, you know, they, and I, I like them because, you know, to your point before with Houston being a one seed, when there was a lot of pressure on Gonzaga, obviously they didn't live up to the pressure, it seemed right. like, for the most part. But as an underdog role, I like them considering 
the average age of this team is 28 and a half years old, which is crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, Pat just Panthers. an old team. Old team in general, they probably are older than some NBA teams, I'm sure, especially when you look at this roster. For the most part, it's senior-laden um, and guys playing in their sixth year. Um, but, you know, the, if they can play as well as they did defensively as they that they did against St. Mary's, they can certainly win this thing. That being said, obviously, I do. we all, I think, agree that this region is probably the toughest in terms of the one, two, and three right between yep. UCLA and Kansas here. Yeah, and and I, I know we all kind of have one of these teams here. I just thought it's, 15 it's, to one, 15 to one for Gonzaga this year versus like you're getting them six to one last year, the years before. So um, I just like those odds. Yeah. Polly kid, the three of us so far, all taking teams from the uh, yep. West there. UCLA. Yeah. Huh? You know, son, I, I got to go back too because, um, Boy, did we? Did anybody examine our preseason picks? I, I have to go back and see who I picked. And I know I had, you had Dayton. Dayton. As, Dayton was your pick. That was my. That wasn't my long shot pick. That did was just do, my pick. I, th- I think we just did one pick, right? Did we no, just? Because I, I, I just remember doing Houston. Duh, the day for that. The I thought I, I thought that was season. my long shot. I was we thinking, might have done it again. Maybe we did it. And I always say Dayton, that. Darren. And I always say that because. Um, I, I usually, uh, will put some money on, uh, you know, back then I have, and I have 25 bucks on Alabama to win it at the start of the season. Right. And then I started thinking if I picked Alabama, but I might've picked Alabama last year, that might be like last season. So it was sticking Maybe in my ben mind. Kelly I meant to go, go back and check somebody. I meant, to, I meant to go back to our podcast and, and, or my notes and see, mm-hmm. but I do know I picked Dayton, but I'm like. Why would I have done that? Like, I, I was just stupid. You went to I'm school so there for like a semester or something. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but they, they weren't. They, they had what a What a bad year they had. So, look, it's funny how we're all going from the same region here. Yeah, I know. I don't like But it. I do like what Brian's saying about the Zags. I think for them playing with a little less pressure is a really good thing. But I'm going with UCLA at 12 to 1 because, see, I think, I think UCLA is a one seed here, guys. They should have been a one seed. Mm-hmm. All the metrics say they're a one seed. Um, Ken Palm has them as the number two team uh, in the country. Uh, every other um, poll pretty much has them in the top four, almost every single poll. Um, the metrics have them top four in the country. Somehow or another, they slide uh, and they're grabbing uh, this two uh, seed where they are. So I think they good value at 12 to one because I really think they should be closer, uh, you know, to where Kansas is at ten to one, hmm. or maybe even closer to where Alabama is at eight to one. Why? Mick Cronin, good coach, solid coach, doesn't get the credit he deserves there. Um, you know, we watched UCLA struggle in in other sports, like, but since he's gotten there, their basketball program has uh, taken to been taken to another level again. They play great defense. They got they have great guard play with Tiger Campbell. Who's an experienced? Now this is an experienced guard too, right? right. So, uh, and then of course uh, Jacquez Jr. is yeah. uh, is an excellent player and freshman guard Amari Bailey has been hot, hot, yep. hot lately. He's their third scorer now. He is the X factor. I know they had again big injury on their side. They also have a young another young freshman that's been hurt. I think he's coming back. However, that could be the difference. But I think this UCLA team might be their time. Twenty nine and five this year. 29-5, that sounds like a one seed to me. Let's take them at 12-1. to 1. 
they're solid and they've been down games and they come back from 10, you know, just because they're lazy. Right. And they're not against teams that are better than them. So they've seen every I, part of it. Right. You know, and we saw they what have. they did. And look, it, if Jalen Clark wasn't hurt, right. I would, I mean, I, yeah. I, I think maybe they would be a one seed here. Maybe they took that into consideration. Yeah. His injury certainly uh, ha- uh, hurts them, but uh, you know, if they get this uh, Bona kid back, um, they they're gonna, which I think they're going to. That's gonna elevate them. Yeah, and I, I like him. I like I, I like Cronin. He's an excellent coach. Well, the excellent reason, coach. I, but the reason other than the, than being the one seed, why Kansas is ten and UCLA twelve to one and Gonzaga fifteen to one. UCLA and Gonzaga are gonna go head to head if it, everything plays out, right? So Kansas no, doesn't have to worry about that, right? Absolutely. But I think yeah. I personally think that I'm just saying they they to me UCLA is a one seed. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I don't know. I think they should have been. I guess just like you said, Kansas does has those those wins over those. That's those seventeen wins over the yeah the top. They, they, I think they were the like number that, one number one one seed heading into the conference tournament. So even a loss in the Big Twelve finals wasn't going to drop them to a two. And Houston was right there too. So even a loss in their conference finals wasn't going to drop them. So it was going to be tough for UCLA to to jump in there, especially with the injury. It, it would have yeah. been. It would have been. All right, now Harry, listen to me. You have to fill out your bracket this way. This is you got to take your lumps. If you're going to take Creighton, as Paulie Kid said, at forty to one, you got to have them winning it, and you have to have Duke to win the East, right? I'm going to monitor this. I I, I have Creighton winning it. I have them for Ellen. I gave them out at the beginning of the season. I believe uh, twenty five to one. They're now forty to one. They've had some ups and downs this year. Still had over twenty wins uh, in the Big East. Um, top five scores. Uh, on the team, average anywhere from 12 to 16 points. Uh, Trey oh. Alexander's been on fire lately, averaging 18 points per game in his last four. Like I said, I've been on the Blue Jays all season. Um, in the second round, they would probably meet Baylor, who's just two and four in their last six. Um, I think they can make it. Let's do it. I, I, I took them to start the season. I'm not backing down now. All right. He's not backing down. All right. Listen, if you like uh, Duke to make the final four, you're going to like him to w- make the Sweet 16, right? I mean, you would have to. And when are you ever going to see plus money in front of this? I'm going to the miscellaneous sections because Caesars has so much. Like I said, they have conference odds for over/under wins. Will uh, most teams reach the Sweet 16? They have that. Will a will a six, 15 seed win? Will a 16 seed win? Will a 14 seed win? All of these futures. Check them out on Caesars. So, my will a team make the Sweet 16? Duke. Plus 150. You got to give credit to this John Shire. I don't think he gets enough, really. All he did was win more games than any other first season coach in Duke history or ACC coach in history. Uh, They're hot, too. They've won nine in a row, which that's what you want to know, right? That they're they're Mm -hmm. built for tournaments like Coach K's teams were. So this team is built for a tournament. They kind of are. You got Jeremy Roach. Averages 13 a game. You got a uh, freshman, Kyle Filipowski, averages 15 a game. Almost He's really uh, good, Filipowski, too. Very solid. And the same same yep. kind of thing, same kind of Duke thing. Very handsy on defense. They cause turnovers. You know, they got this opening round game against Oral Roberts, who I know had to run a couple of years back. They beat the two-seed Ohio State. But this is not what you want, right, if you're Oral Roberts. So you have Duke with a chip on their shoulder. They already come in as a five-seed. So they're pissed off about that. Um, people were picking Oral Roberts to upset them all over the place. So they're not going to look past Oral Roberts. It's not a situation like, who did they beat? Uh, Lehigh beat them a couple years ago? It's probably about seven years ago now. Oh, wow. yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that yeah, was more, maybe even more. Way but anyway, more than that. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to be that uh, situation. So 
That's why I like them in advance. And you know what? If the second round game against Tennessee, I think they're better than the Vols. At least they are in the last month. Vols have injuries too, and they may not even play him. Louisiana Lafayette is uh, could be an upset pick. So plus 150, I think, is as good as it looks for John Shire's team. That's my pick to make the Sweet 16. Now, Bri, you're taking it a different I'm doing, way. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee to not make the I'm Sweet do, 16. I um, like yeah, that I'm too. Doing like the, I'm doing like the exact same thing. And I, yeah. I with your pick, are we... Are we saying Coach K is a little overrated? Is that what we're saying? I hope so. Wouldn't that uh, be great? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to call him a rat like Harry did. I'm like the definition. Yeah. I know, Please. Harry. But, um, yeah, I'm taking the same thing, essentially. I'm saying Tennessee did not make it at minus 125. Um, mm. You know, the thing is, with, for Tennessee, without Ziegler to make it, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised you're getting these odds only, you right. know, close to even. Yeah, Ziegler was such an integral part of this team. And they went 5-7 and seven over the last 12 games. So mm-hmm. this team has really struggled. I don't see them beating a Duke team. But to your point, Sal, with Louisiana Lafayette, like, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked at all. I'd actually be more shocked if they made the Sweet 16 than if they lost the first-round game. So, um, yeah, so that's why I have them not making it. And, and you get a minus mm-hmm. 125. It's pretty good. There you go. Now, Harry um, never met a minus 150 he didn't like, whether he's pretending to be asleep in bed or here right here on our podcast. So he found one. San Diego State to not make the Sweet 16, minus 150. Yeah, I think uh, the Mountain, I think first off, them getting a five seed, I think was ridiculous considering uh, Memphis got an eight seed. Uh, I don't understand that at all. Uh, Those are the two discrepancies uh, that I thought were crazy. Uh, San Diego State. Uh, out of the Mountain West. I think the Mountain West was soft this year. Uh, I don't know if, I don't think Nevada should even have got in. I don't think uh, Utah State maybe even shouldn't have got in. There were one in three, uh, San Diego State, against teams uh, that are in the tourney outside of their conference, and their only win was against Kennesaw State. Uh, they do get Charleston in the first round. Uh, I know Bri likes them. Um, Charleston had 31 wins this season, the most, uh, tied for the most in the NCAA. Uh, and Charleston was four and one versus. Uh, the Mountain West, ACC, and Atlantic 10 right. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I just, uh, San Diego State just doesn't do it for me. I just think that, the, the, and especially if they even they get by Charleston, they get my Blue Jays in round two, mm. and that's it for them there. So minus 150, no way San Diego State gets to the Sweet 16. All right. Interesting. Uh, Mikey Meatballs just put, so I picked Zona to, to win it all. I thought I had Houston. So Brian had Houston at 10 to 1. This is preseason. This was, what month would this be? October? Yeah. I guess. Rye, Houston, See, 10 to 1. So you're Harry, lying this whole time, so. Harry Creighton, 25 <laughs> to 1. I guess I was lying, but I ended up getting better odds. November 8th, we did this. Arizona, 22 to 1 odds I have, which Whoa, is looking nice. pretty good. Uh, nice. I, I don't know. I looked Go at my Darren ledger. F. I feel like, uh, and Darren did have Dayton at 90 to 1. They're in a date at 90 to one. Wait, what was Harry? Harry, what was yours? Did you have Creighton? Harry had Creighton, but at at worse odds, 25 to one. So interesting. All right. Yeah, Brian, you had 10 to one. Uh, Polly Kid, you did have Oakland to win the Horizon League at nine to one. When the hell was that? We did that in the beginning of the year? That was also (laughs) November, Michael? Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Oh, did that happen? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think we watched too much sports, guys. I think we, oh my God! Someone find out. I, will someone please find out if I don't think the they're in the tournament, right? So 
They don't, they don't win. They, they didn't win it. Oh, now Michael's now he's, now he's piling on here. I had Duke, oh my gosh, yeah. had, that's what I'm saying. I, I had Duke I under 13 conference wins. <laughs> Harry not, had Baylor winning the Big 12. No, I think I had TCU. Yeah, we did a I lot of TCU, picks. Yeah, yeah. Ryan had right. TCU. Yeah, we do too. We make too many picks. I think that's the problem. I can't. Yeah, I'm learning. Uh, yeah, Oakland. Yeah, another good, another good stellar, <laughs> stellar job. Well, at least if you're gonna lose, lose in a way that uh, no one could verify it. Yeah, and I, 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 I. Well, look, what my pick here, Sal. Um, yeah. We just talked about Charleston. I think I don't know if Harry just slipped up a little bit about Creighton playing uh, San Diego State as something in round two. I don't know. Is that what you That's said, right. Harry? I he just that said up. that. Yeah, but, I was. Uh, I was no, 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 winner of this game plays the, yeah. the other team. So I do love Charleston there uh, to make it to the Sweet 16 at plus 650. Um, mm. Charleston is uh, there in the top 20 in the country, both offensive uh, efficiency and defensive efficiency. Mm. They can beat you from the inside. They can beat you from the outside, as witnessed by their uh, top 10 made three-pointers in the country. Yeah, uh, they are uh, the special team, as Harry was kind of just alluding to. I think they got some favorable matchups here, especially against San Diego State uh, in the first round. And if they win that, I think they'll play the team I talked about before, Virginia, who I think will beat Furman and plays good defense. But I think they'll have a much harder time guarding Charleston because okay. they can do a little bit of everything. I think Charleston's the sleeper team this year, but I'm not sure how much of a sleeper they are. I think people know. Just how good they are. Let's take them at plus six fifty to make to make this sweet sixteen. All right, I like that. Boy, those are monster odds for a good team. Like Brian said, they were top twenty ranked for um, you know a couple months, yeah. I think, right? That far. Uh, but Brian watches women's um, basketball more than anything. I'm not even joking, oh, yeah. and I'm not. Uh, it's not a knock by any means. So you <laughs> you have a. Uh, you feel like have, you have a way to look well, at this here? Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I told you this. I told you guys this like two months ago. I said. I said. Wait, no. Was it two months ago? It was before the Super Bowl. I put a lot of money. I put a lot of money mm -hmm. on South Carolina at that time. They were still plus like 135. Right. They are now, they're minus 210. My whole thought on them all year is there's no way they're not winning the championship this year. Um, you know, they bring back a lot of their team from last year that won it. They're undefeated. They're looking to become, I think, the fourth of the fifths, maybe the fifth uh, women's undefeated team in history. Wow. Uh, but I don't see I don't see them losing. I don't see them losing their size. Eventually, you know, they have some close games early on, but eventually their size just wears on teams and eventually they just beat you up defensively. They are minus 210, though, now. So it's right. a little bit different. Um, if you were looking for some value, it's weird that you have teams like Virginia Tech as the one seed. Mm -hmm. They are they're 30 to one to win the whole team thing. And they are a one seed. Like wow. that's how that's how wow. crazy it is. But they are, you know, Iowa's an interesting team to win. I like I I would look, you know, Caesars offers the regions for that for the women's too, which is great. And right. I do think there's some value with like Iowa women to maybe win uh their region or even Duke to win that region. Um mm -hmm. LSU went LSU women to win their region. But in, in terms of overall um, and, and even Virginia Tech, because UConn's in their region, they're plus 350, I think, to win their region. So that's an interesting, right. although although UConn always makes the final four. So, but yeah, I, I don't see South Carolina. You, you, Sal, just parlay South Carolina with whoever you're taking in the men's well, side. If yeah, you want. I was just thinking yeah. that because in a few games, they're, they're going to be out. First of all, they're minus 1500 to win their region, right? So they're yeah. going to win their region. So once you get to that, what are they going to be to win the whole thing? Minus 650? 
right? Well, or, or minus five hundred. So this is well, a, yeah. This I is mean, a, they're fact they're factoring in. You know, they had a they. I went. I saw them play against UConn this year. It was a really close game, and UConn was missing some players. Yeah. They had close games against. I think Ole Miss had a close game. Close game with Stanford. So they um, right. they they're gonna ha- when they get to the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, when they get to the Final Four or Elite Eight, they're gonna have some close games, but they they'll. They'll win those close right. ones. I, I would just little, even little, at minus, uh, little, it's little hard key. at minus little. It's hard at minus two ten. That's why I'm so glad I put a lot on right uh, to start uh, the season. Uh, well, let me tell you a little uh, secret a here. Lot. Right, right there on Caesars, you could get them at minus. If you go champion versus the field, South Carolina is minus two hundred. But if you take them amongst no, the other choices, <laughs> they're minus two ten. So I'm sorry, just, Caesars. Just I cost just you a little money. They there. are. They are. Uh, yeah, I'd be. <clears> I'd be shocked if they don't win it. All year. right, listen, let's give Caesars a little more love here, and then we'll be back. We have to talk NFL free agency from uh, for a few minutes before we move on. My God, fast and furious. What's A-Rod doing? We'll be right back. The thing about Caesars Sportsbook, it's not just an app. It's your key to a whole empire. Hotels, casinos, restaurants, shows, Caesars Palace. I'm sure you've heard of it. Every bet you place with Caesars Sportsbook brings you closer to perks only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays at iconic destinations, app bonuses, merch, show tickets, and many more Caesars rewards perks. So get started today. Register using code OmahaFull and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, Congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
All right, so it's hard to stay on top of all this. I wrote down like 15 different free agent moves in the that I want to talk about, and we won't we won't do hit them all. But the Aaron Rodgers update, as far as I know, babyface, he's still a Packer. Um, the Jets, I don't think it's according to what he said on. Uh, there was a lot of foolishness, but according to what I, he said on McAfee, it's the Packers who are holding this up. And it makes sense that they finally have leverage over this guy. So they should, you know, they should back up the truck and send it to Green Bay. If you want Aaron Rodgers, the Jets really don't have a choice here, Paul. Right. right. They have to sign Aaron Rodgers. So, of course, the Packers are being sticklers, but uh, it does appear he's going to end up there. Uh, not before making a, a providing a wish list of uh, Alan Lazard, <laughs> who they signed Mercedes Lewis, Odell Beckham. Or and or Randall Cobb. So this is interesting, but it's it's got to happen in the next couple of days, right? Yeah, I'm surprised those the lists of uh, guys he wants <laughs> them to sign, being that they weren't really productive with him uh, in Green Bay. I thought that's what held his numbers back. Yeah, was these that are his guys, receivers. not by name, but these <laughs> are the type of guys he say the Packers are signing that are holding him back from winning, right? And now he right, wants that's like I know he can't he can't strange. ask for you know uh, he can't ask for Jamar no, Chase, right. Devontae or, Adams right. to come he's back. Not, he's not going to ask Jets, for those right. guys, but. It is uh, right, it very right. interesting. I get it. I mean, it feels comfortable with some people. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Jets fans feel like it's all but a done deal. But I'm just curious to see what what has to be given up to get him. So I'm looking forward to seeing the final result of that. Harry, he could float these names of these has-beens or whatever. These guys, you don't, you know, you're going to draft as your fourth receiver on your fantasy team. But Garrett Wilson is a star, right? Uh, let's not sure. forget that. And if he's anything less than that, it's Rogers' fault, I think. Yeah, he had a, Wilson had a fantastic rookie season, uh, but still, I just again, what have you done for me lately? It's just it's Aaron Rodgers. Just he brags about himself. He, he uh, you know, blames other play, other teammates. I just let's see if he brags York, about himself. Start, 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 <laughs> plenty he brags about himself. Is there anybody, yeah. that, is there anybody that Harry likes? No, I mean, no, no. every Darren, it's just Darren, listen, so down this on Jets team all has these made people. The playoffs in thirteen years, and listen, that would be that's a, that's Aaron Rodgers' fault. Fan. <laughs> well, it's it's his, his fault? I think it's his fault they didn't. The, first off, last year was a disaster. The year before, I think it was his fault they didn't score in the playoffs at home as a six point favorite against uh, San Francisco. The year before, uh, hmm. losing to Tom Brady. What have you done for me lately? But this Aaron is Rogers? this is Nothing. the best deal they're going to get. Like, let's look forward. It's the best deal they're going to get. Yeah. But I also think it's going to be a disaster in you. I don't know if it'll be a disaster. I also think it's a one or two year deal, Bri. Would you be shocked if it went anything further than that? I mean, this is a guy who he said before entering his darkness retreat, said he was 90% sure he was going to retire. Well, and so you're going to go through this every every month. You're going to go through this. I event. know. I mean, did you? I, I don't know, though. I was hearing on the radio yesterday, I was hearing things that the Rodgers still wanted like, he wanted like two hundred million dollars guaranteed, like right. some crazy, hmm. which is I, yeah, it's yeah, gonna be I interesting. See what this looks be, like. Yeah, it'll be interesting because it's weird because when a playoff game, the, but the pack the Packers need the Jets and the Jets need the Packers, so it's fu- it's uh-huh. funny yeah. I, I, who what they end up having to give up. Right. All right. Real quick, uh, Cowboys big winner so far, Parley Kid. I don't want to, you know. I love what Zeke did for us first couple of years. Obviously we were handcuffed with that second deal, um, right? Stopped us from getting some other stars. He didn't produce his yards per carry were down. He's essentially a goal line back. They signed Pollard to the tag. They tag him, right? Um, I feel like, uh, and now they're cutting him. It might be by the time this goes up, it might be official. 
that Zeke yeah. is getting cut. They're going to save. This is where I don't understand the math. I feel like they're going to save $5 million if they cut him, or it could be cut post June 1st. And then they save $10 million, like 10.6. So I don't understand what the hell goes on. I feel like they gave him a chance. You know, you, you don't want to pay that much. You don't want that much of a cap hit for a goal line back these days. And you know what? They tried right. him out at another position at center last play of the year. And uh, he got blown away. <laughs> right? He's got to prove himself. And that was pathetic. So they had no choice but to cut him. What do you think? Yeah. I think, look, Zeke, I have to say, he always played hard, Sal. Yeah. Like, people can uh, dislike him. I feel like he always played hard. He ran hard. Blocked good. Uh, he yep. blocked well, for, blocked well for, for Dak in the backfield. Uh, that being said, I think, I actually thought Zeke was got off to a really good start the first half of the season this year mm-hmm. and was showing some life. But towards the end of the season, you could see he was kind of cooked. Uh, and this is the right move by the Dallas Cowboys to uh, cut ties with them. And I, I love the Gilmore signing was a uh, uh, really trade good. was tremendous Yeah, based on, based on the Cowboys being a win now team and Gilmore still uh, even getting up there in age, still having a, such a great year last year. Are you so talking about fa- metrics? That was a fantastic His defensive sign. play of the year for you, right? He was right up there. He's, His uh, metrics were great last year. He was, he was graded out at like over 90%. Top almost, five in almost uh, anything, right? PFF, every category, whatever you want to right, look at so, him, right? So you could say great, he's old. Great, great pairing with Diggs. And great pairing. signing Donovan Wilson is underrated too, right? He's, uh, a, he's oh, very underrated. He's really Wilson good. is uh, he's a hitter, yep. but also can uh, get back in coverage as well. So very happy about that. Yeah. Van Der Esch, who I was down on a few years ago, earned this contract. He had a really good year last year. I think what they signed, the two-year deal they gave him was fair for both sides. Right. So good for all of them. Hey I think guys. Uh, heading in the right direction. What, Harry? I mean, what? You look back now, Darren Sal, taking Zeke fourth overall. You wish you didn't do that? You wish the Cowboys didn't do that at the time? No, of course, because, I mean, you know, yeah. look, Harry, I mean, everybody could tell you that, well, we could have had Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry uh, mm-hmm. in that right. draft um, if we hadn't drafted him top four. I think anybody, I've, I'm the one who's saying, I've always said you should not be drafting a running back in the first round. And now it's I'd over. Say, you know, now, yeah. Now those days I mean, are the over. Giants shouldn't yeah. have taken Barkley in the first round. Um uh, where they did, at least with, where they took that, them. That's where I think it's uh, where they did. Like, I, I'm not, uh, if you, uh, Late first Ed, round, Edward Solaire at 30, 31, whatever. Uh, if, if you need that one piece to put you over the top and you're, you're drafting that late in the first round, which means you made it pretty far in the playoffs. Okay, fine. But I don't think you'll see a top five like Leonard Fournette, like Ezekiel Elliott for, for a long time. Right. I mean, people love this well, B. John Robinson, but I don't think I was going to say gonna it's going to be there. Cr- is he gonna, it's going to be crazy if the Cowboys draft Robinson, Texas, Texas kid. I can totally, I can totally see. I, I he might, not. he'll probably go right before that, but right. I could totally see that. No, I mean, hmm. pass short on ter- short term, short term for Jerry Jones. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he's better. He's better than uh, true. He'd, he'd be a top but five, back, top five not. back in the league for the Cowboys immediately. Oh probably. man, uh, you know what? I'd rather probably could get a Kareem Hunt or a Damian Harris or someone like that to compliment. Um, you know, you can get those guys. I think for that'd be fine. Rather cheap. That'd be fine. This Draw, draft somebody in the fifth or sixth round, like uh, seventh round, like Pacheco yeah. last year. It's it's right. You can roll the dice 
one of those guys would pan out. Right. Yes. All right. So real quick, the Eagles signed Bradbury, and I was the first to put that hold uh, hold on to Bradbury. They held on to him. They held him, and then everybody followed with that joke. So I want an apology from everybody on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> Darius Slay walks. Hargrave is gone. I think this is. Uh, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't say this team's going to be better or just as good. They lose both their coordinators. Um, I like what uh, I like what it spells for the Cowboys. Darren Waller. Right, we didn't get to talk about this. Traded to the Giants for a third yeah. round pick. You I'm not say, upset. You say good riddance, right? I said good riddance. Well, on our text exchange with Little A the other day, I, I the day before it <laughs> happened, I did say I did say Waller has to go too. Right. Um, just because, again, if you're a Raider fan or if you're a fantasy football owner fan, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Because every <laughs> game, you're like, is this guy playing this week? Is this guy playing this week? Every week, holding out hope. Right. Less over the last three years, he played less and less games. He became less explosive. He cost us. I will say, he had a few big drops late in games that we would have won probably two games if he had caught the ball. Yeah. Um, so look, I, I'm not. I'm not totally upset. We can't fully rely on this guy right now. Now on the other side, I think for the Giants, it's worth the risk because I don't think after this year's contract's guaranteed anyway. So. Right. I, I think for both teams, it kind of worked out. I, as a Raider fan, I'm not, um, I, you know, if this was two years ago, I'd be upset. Now, now I'm not. Well, I think the, what's the over under of how many games he plays, right? How healthy yeah. is he? Spaghetti, like spaghetti right. says, if he plays 11 or 12 games, it's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's asking a lot. Worst Harry, season since 2018, Brian. You want to talk, well, Harry, uh, about Austin Eckler? He's uh, leaving the Chargers, seeking a trade at least. And uh, you have a good fit for him. I don't know. You texted me to the side. I, well, I do. I think I think the Bengals would be fantastic. Fantastic mm-hmm. with the with the issues the Bengals have and how great their offense are. Just to have him on there. I mean, uh, and the issues uh, off field issues for Mixon, who uh, by the way just had 800 yards rushing last year and he had seven touchdowns, five in one game. Mm-hmm. But Eckler just like he's going to be. It's going to be. He leaves the Chargers. That leaves an enormous. He was so valuable to them, not just last year, but in the past few years. Like he accounted for thirty percent of their yards last year, rushing and receiving combined. He had fifteen rushing t- Chargers had fifteen rushing touchdowns yeah. last year. He had thirteen of them. Yeah. One hundred and seven receptions, and he led the team in touchdown receptions with five. I mean, I just think that the Chargers are going to be in a big hole. And that if he were to go to the Bengals, the Bengals right there, listen, right there again, and that would be their offense is already tremendous. He's good. There's no denying it. I just don't get excited about running backs, Parlor Kid. I don't. I don't get excited about him I, leaving well, the Chargers. The I don't get I mean, excited could go about to him some, going he, anywhere. The Bengals. I don't know. Just don't. Well, that, but the, and that's the thing. I, it's, it's surprising to hear this from Eckler because he could go somewhere else and get six carries and three yeah. catches a, a game. Like, right. His role could be significantly reduced. And another offense, uh, I think I thought the Chargers seemed to be a perfect fit for him. Maybe he wants less of a role. Maybe he thinks like he's getting too beat up because he's not the biggest guy. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe he wants less of a role. Mm-hmm. And Harry, Sam Darnold Strange. is a 49er. We got to be rooting. Well, guys, guys, we have to, if the Cowboys don't win, we have to root for the Niners to make win the Super Bowl. <laughs> let's, that's see, that's his, uh, let's see, in five years, that's his third team. He better mm-hmm. be ready, uh, you know, uh, when he may get the call. Because that happens in San Fran. You never know when you're going to get a call, the quarterback issues yep. that they've had. So yep. third team in like five years, you better be ready. Okay. 
All right. You better be ready. You heard it from Harry first, uh, Sam Darnold. So, uh, hey, let's take another quick break and then uh, we'll wrap up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, uh, real quick. Um, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. We get uh, letters all the time. I'm going to read this. Um, and now this is... Now, so Babyface Joel Solomon, it was me, it was Harry. We went to see Billy Joel, and, and, and as soon as we noticed, Harry looked exactly like Billy Joel, the 2023 version. We, um, the concert was secondary, and we tried to come up with um, Billy Joel, Harry names. What's the matter, Harry? What? I was just going to say it was really more Billy Joel looking like me, but go ahead. Right, yes, yes, you're, yes you predate him. Uh, Drew Belzer wrote in to Cousin Sal, again, odds at gmail.com. Hey, cuz, I love you. I love Billy Joel. I love the Cowboys. Uh, here's my When Harry Met Billy song names. By the way, it's sacrilegious to do this to Billy, but for you, I'll do it. He's got a Milky Way. Good. Uh, ha- <laughs> hangry young man. I like it. Miami 2017 pounds. <laughs> um, moving in and out. <laughs> my my 600 pound life instead of my life uh here's some deep cuts here summer <laughs> island falls down go boom leave a chicken tender moment alone uh big man on mulberry street pizza shades of gray pond <laughs> wow river of dream bars and uh thanks to you and the degenerate trifecta for everything you do there you go true bells do, do that's awesome do our, Great email. Have, do our listeners have jobs what are you talking about why you just that's, made a nice that's list. A, that's, a, that's a lot of uh, time consuming. We, you it know, is? How do you know? Maybe it took two minutes. What do you care if he has a job? How dare you, Harry? Drew Belzer. Good good list there. Sent it. Uh, what do you think of that, baby? Milky Ways are good. Though. He got it Milky all. Ways are good. I mean, I didn't realize Billy Joel had this many songs. This is, <laughs> this is, but I'm impressed. Harry, you give that guy credit. Wow. Come on. <laughs> that would, Those were great. Those, those took... He had to think those two. Yeah, he did. That was good. It's all right. That's maybe, what I'm maybe, I appreciate maybe he took a day off, Harry. It's not like he wrote yeah, seven emails in a row. It's one email. It's fine. All right, all right listen. Only, yeah. 
Yeah. Drew, come to we Vegas. Do it. Yeah. Harry will apologize to you face come to face. Come to Vegas, Drew. Come on. Thursday and Friday, Kimmel Comedy Club. We're doing all the morning games. We're racing to 10. There's going to be money. There's going to be drinks. There's going to be everything free to get in. Do it. Kimmel Comedy Club from 9 to 3.30, Thursday and Friday. And then join our contest, extrapoints.com slash arcade. It's a regular bracket. Fill out the whole thing. If you win it, you get $1,000. If you complete the first two rounds perfectly, I will pay your rent for a year. Yes, I'm an idiot. That's what I'm doing. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na.